I'm very well aware that you're aware of everything that's going on in the world right now. But if you're a spirit-filled believer, you sense something beyond what the news is telling you. I was talking to Pastor Stephanie Bracey yesterday or the day before. And I told her, I said, you know, isn't it ironic? Just a couple of weeks ago, we sat in this room. We talked about the signs of the times. Point two, part one. There will be wars and rumors of wars and nation will rise against nation. And there will be a king that comes from the north and he will march down the Euphrates River as it will be dried up, gathering the king from the east and the king from the west and the king from the south. And they'll meet in Israel at a battle that the Bible describes in the valley of Megiddo. The talk that I have for you tonight in regards, I want to talk to you about our eyes being on Israel. But I want you to understand that the moment that I share this word, it will become somewhat irrelevant because I'm going to tell you some things prophetically that I truly believe. What I'm going to talk about tonight is the biblical important significance of our eyes being on Israel because I realize that there's people in this room that do not understand the significance of Israel. And it's my job as a minister of the gospel to teach to you the importance of Israel. But also I want you to understand this, that information that I share will become irrelevant, not in the word, but information that I share will become irrelevant because things, even, even on my way here today, I'm careful in what news outlets I listen to. I don't listen to Fox News very rarely. Definitely not MSNBC and CNN and all this other stuff. But I listen to biblical reporting outlets. And I was listening uh, to one earlier today. And now there's talks, not just of how Iran has put money into Hamas's attack on Israel, but now there's a coalition arising of Russia. And I can remember going back just a month ago and I told you that one of the points of the end times was the rise of Russia. I'm not sharing these things with you to scare you, but I'm sharing them with you because you need to understand the atmosphere in which the church is standing. I would not want to be wearing shorts in a t-shirt in 27 degree weather. What am I telling you? I'm telling you that you got to dress appropriately for the atmosphere you're in. And if the church is dumb concerning the spiritual season, she will wear shorts in a t-shirt to a room that's negative 17 degrees. What am I telling you? We'll freeze if we're not dressed appropriately for the atmosphere that we're in. I want to go tonight out of Revelation chapter 12, a chapter I've never taught from uh, publicly that I know of, but I, I want to take the whole chapter. I want to talk about it 
You're going to hear things tonight out of Revelation chapter 12. And it's my job tonight to spur you on to study the Scriptures, to dive into the Scriptures. My heart is tonight that as I share the Scriptures with you, that the Spirit of God will begin to cultivate a supernatural hunger in you for you to study the Word. And a workman need not be ashamed, but rightly divide the truth, that you would indulge yourself into the Scriptures. I can tell you that even me personally, there is a hunger in my home for the Word of God. There is a desire to dig deeper into the things of God. I am sure that if there was ever an hour we need to be looking at something, our eyes need to be fastened to His Word. Our eyes need to be searching the Scriptures. Our hearts need to be open to what thus saith the Spirit of God in this season. I want to share some things with you, but as I read Revelation chapter 12 through, I believe, verse 17, I want you to have Holy Spirit open the eyes of your understanding. That you would hear a thing, but you would be able to hear a thing. Do you hear what I'm saying? Revelation was written, and it's the only book that was written, that those that read it, there is a blessing, the Bible says, to even reading the book of Revelation. If you go home and you open the book of Revelation, you begin to read it, it's the only book that there is a guaranteed attached blessing to it the moment that you start to read it. And so I want you to understand that tonight, even as we dive into Revelation chapter 12, I want to take and I'm going to break it down some. I've got a whole lot of material to cover, and I understand it's already 8 o'clock, but bear with me. Because I believe the end times church doesn't watch the clock. I believe they watch the sky. Come on, somebody. Jesus, there's a word for you. Y'all can turn the house lights back on. Thank you for that, team. I greatly appreciate you. Let me stop before I jump in the word. One other formality that I wanted to make sure is I wanted to say on behalf of my family to the incredible body of Dominion Church, the leadership, the pastors, all fivefold ministry leaders that help, uh, the teams that put everything together for our Founders Fest and appreciation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. Seriously, give yourselves a hand. What an incredible weekend. We felt so lavish with loves and gifts, cards, all kinds of stuff that y'all did. Uh, I will tell you this, you'll never go wrong in honor because honor always flows down. Did you hear what I said? It always flows down. Amen. Thank you, Dominion Church. You're an incredible blessing. We're honored to serve as the founders and leaders of this alongside a great leadership team. Now, a great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet and on her head a garland of 12 stars. And then being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great and fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his head. And his tail drew a third of the stars of the heaven and he threw them to the earth and the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born and she bore a male child who was to rule all the nations with a rod of iron and her child was caught up to God and his throne and the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God that they should feed there 1260 days and war broke out in heaven, and Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. And they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. 
And so the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil. And Satan, who deceives the whole world, he was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God, the power of his Christ has come for the accuser of our brethren, who has accused them before God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not, lo- they did not love their lives to death. And therefore rejoice, O heavens, you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that his time is short. Now when the dragon saw that he had been cast down to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the woman who was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place and where she is nourished for a time and for times and a half time in the presence of the, from the presence of the serpent. So the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. But the earth helped the woman and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. And the dragon was enraged with the woman and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for your word and the blessing of reading your word in Jesus' mighty name. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. I'll break it down in a moment, but I do want you to understand that I know what I just read. Some of you have really no understanding of it. And it's because Revelation is a revelation. It is a book of spiritual end times events. It is the catalyst in which, in which all events will unfold in and through. Uh, and reading it and studying it. There are some things though that I know that when you heard it, all of a sudden, that the spirit of revelation and wisdom began to speak to you. Uh, for example, when it said that she gave birth and gave forth and birth a male child and the serpent was waiting there to devour him. Do you know what we're talking about? Okay, right? You remember there was a king by the name of Herod and a decree was put out in all, in all of the land that kill all male children from the ages of two and under. Do you hear what, what the Spirit of God is speaking? It's that part in particular is talking uh, about Mary, the Virgin Mary giving birth to to a child and and, in birthing of that child that Satan Satan was waiting there to devour him. Okay, Um, but I'll break it down a little bit more uh, as time time permits here tonight. But I do need to talk to you about this because Revelation 12 is is a picture and is a whole chapter regarding around Israel. And when we see the attacks in Israel and we see the nation known as the United States of America, and then there's people sitting in this room and people that will watch online, and the truth is is that you don't care what happens to Israel, but you need to understand how much you are truly connected to that nation. The church needs to understand how much we are connected to that 
nation. See, if you listen to what I have to tell you tonight, I'll tell you that there is a blessing even connected to this message tonight, that we're going to have an opportunity for blessing to come onto our lives simply by something prophetically that we're going to do. But I need to teach you tonight because there is a spiritual ignorance in the body of Christ regarding Israel. Now I'm going to tell you, back in the early uh, uh, early 1900s and the 50s, and or, or, or excuse me, the 30s and the 40s, there was a doctrine known as, uh, as replacement uh, uh, theology. It was a, it was the thinking that, that God had lifted his hand off of Israel and now his church was his chosen people and that he had forsaken Israel. It's a doctrine of devils, if I may be as blunt to tell you that replacement theory is not true. God has never, when he said what he said in regards to I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you, it was true for Israel. It was true according to the covenant of Abraham. It was true to the father of our faith that when God said that he was a God of covenant that he was establishing something that all the generations would know that we have to understand this that the church is the wild branch we are the wild sprout that has been grafted in we have to understand something that when the Bible said in Matthew uh, 24 when you see the fig tree begin to bear its leaves know that this generation will by no means pass away without seeing the coming of the Lord we have to understand that it's in this moment that God's eyes are on Israel. Can I tell you that God is not watching America? That America is not the center point of the B-I-B-L-E. You gotta understand it's a Jewish book. He was a Jewish Messiah and our eyes have to be on Israel. We have to understand when Jesus comes back, he's not coming back to America. Oh, I know some of y'all didn't like that. Some of the little spoiled brats in America. When Jesus comes back, he is not coming back to America. When Jesus comes back, he's not coming back to America. I'm going to say it because I, I can feel it rubbing some of y'all wrong and you don't like it, but I'm going to destroy that, that, that demonic thinking that we're a bunch of spoiled brats and all Jesus cares about is us. Because his church will never care about Israel until we understand how much he cares about Israel. When Jesus comes back, he's not coming back to America. The Bible says that he will split the sky, that he'll gather his saints, but then, then his horse will settle atop the Mount of Olives. His foot will come out of the stirrup and he will touch down on the Mount of Olives. And the Bible said the whole earth will shake for her Redeemer has come. I came to tell you the Mount of Olives is in Jerusalem. The Mount of Olives is in Israel. When he comes back, he's coming back in Israel. We have to realize the significance of this place. The church must live with our eyes on Israel. I have heard stories this week of Americans weeping over Israel. I will tell you, my eyes have leaked over Israel. Why? Because I know that they are God's people. I know that their God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I know that their king is my king, and he is the Messiah. I know.
I know, I know, I know. And so when I see the nation in Israel, and I hear stories about 40 babies being decapitated by the demonic onslaught of radical Islamic terrorists. When I hear the stories of whole families being slaughtered, when I see the missiles launching over and coming in and the Iron Dome and David's sling protecting Israel, but yet still some making impact and houses being decimated and schools being destroyed and Israelis dead in the streets, my eyes leak because my eyes are on Israel because God's eyes are on Israel. Let me tell you something. Israel is God's chosen people. Israel is God's chosen place. And Israel has God's chosen plan. And that plan will be carried out by God's chosen protection. There is no nation that God watches more intently than Israel. There are no people that have his focus more than Israel. Matter of fact, Genesis 12 and 3 says, I will bless those that bless you, and I will curse those who treat you with contempt, and all the families on the earth will be blessed through you. It's Jeremiah 31 and 10 that said, listen to this message from the Lord. You nations of the world, he's talking to America. He's talking to the North America. He's talking to South America. He's talking to all the nations of the world. He said, listen to this message from the Lord, you nations of the world. Proclaim it in a distant coastlands. The Lord who scattered his people will gather them and watch over them as a shepherd does his flock. For the Lord has redeemed Israel from those too strong for them. And they will come home and sing songs of joy on the heights of Jerusalem. And they will be radiant because of the Lord's good gifts, the abundance of crops and grain, new wine and olive oil, and the healthy flocks and herds. Their life will be like a water garden, and all their sorrows will be gone. The young women will dance for joy, and the men, old and young, will join in the celebration, and I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them and exchange their sorrow for rejoicing. The priest will enjoy abundance, and my people will feed stole my good gifts. I, the Lord, have spoken. Up until May of 1948, Israel was scattered. Things consistently had happened uh, against the Jewish people, the, the terrors of, uh, of the Holocaust, the, the terrors of, uh, of, of anti-Semitic leaders that had, had hatred in the heart towards the Jewish people for no rhyme and no reason other than that of the Antichrist spirit, for, for the spirit of death that rested on them. The people of God had been scattered. They had been scattered consistently. Uh, I, I, we see it through the Roman Empire. They were scattered. We see it through Nero. They were scattered. We see it through uh, all the wars. Of, of timeline that, that they were scattered. But God said, I am watching over them like a good shepherd. And there's coming a day that I'm going to gather them back together. And when I gather them back together, they're going to have new wine. They're going to have olive oil. They're going to live in a land of abundance. Their women will sing in the street. The old men, young and old, will join them. There'll be celebration. The, the priest will feast on the abundance. I'm telling you that that scripture has been fulfilled. 
in May of 1948, when, when, when Israel became a nation again, we saw a homeland experience where all of those Jews that were scattered abroad suddenly had a compelling in their heart to come home. Again, Israel was a nation. Again, Israel was a place that, the, that they could call home. They could gather in the streets. They could celebrate the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And, and, and multitudes of, of, of Jews began to began to set their face towards Jerusalem. This scripture has been fulfilled. Let me tell you something. When you bless what God has blessed, God will bless you. I'm going to tell you this just because it's years past and I can tell you this now. I'm not telling you this to, to pat us on the back and make us feel good. But do you know that this ministry, just a little while ago, I'll say over a year ago, we felt led and compelled to take $10,000 and we sowed it into a ministry that's on the grounds in Israel that is providing bunkers, bomb bunkers for the Israelis. Guess what? Dominion Church has got seed in the ground in Israel because we don't just preach it, we live it and we put our money where our mouth is. Come on, somebody. Psalms 122, 6 and 7 said, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May all who love this city prosper. I need you to catch that. May all who love this city prosper. Oh, Jerusalem, may there be peace within your walls and prosperity in your palaces. Can I tell you why there needs to be peace in Jerusalem? Because Jerusalem, Israel, is the calendar of end time events. And the moment that peace is out of Israel, the Messiah is looking to Israel. The, oh, come on, somebody. I need you to catch this. The moment that there's trouble in, in, in Jerusalem, the moment that there is, that there is a spirit of fear to hit Israel, all of a sudden, there's a readying of the armies of heaven's horses. All of a sudden, ha! All of a sudden, the great archangel Michael begins to stand at attention and he's looking at the Father and he's saying, all you gotta say is go. All you gotta do is give me the, all you gotta do, because the Bible says, that the angel, Archangel Michael, has been set to watch over Israel. He's the warring angel that watches over Israel. And yet, he said that there is blessing for those that love Israel. There is prosperity for those that love Israel. Isaiah 31 and verse 5 said, The Lord of heaven's armies will forever hover over Jerusalem and protect it like a bird protecting its nest. He will defend and save the city. He will pass over it and rescue it. Do you know that the time clock of the return of Christ is not in America? Do you understand that the time clock that we are watching to see if Jesus is coming back is not in the currency of America. It's not in the education of America. It's not in the government of America. But it's all eyes on Israel. If you want to know when Jesus is coming, you got to keep your eyes on Israel. If you want to know when the Messiah is about to show up, you got to keep your eyes on Israel. When you, If you want to know when the sky's going to split and he's going to come, all eyes on Israel. Did you understand that when Jesus returns, he isn't returning to the United States? That he will plant his foot atop of the Mount of Olives 
Do you understand that the final battle isn't happening in America? That the final battle is going to happen in the soil of the valley of, of Megiddo. The Bible says that the nations will wage war against Israel, but Jesus will come and destroy his enemies with the breath of his mouth. The Bible says that the blood will be to the horse's bridle. It'll say, it said that the never before, never was, and never will there ever be again such calamity and such destruction. When the armies of the world set their face towards Israel, when the eyes of Russia are on Israel, when the eyes of Iran are on Israel, when the eyes of Hamas are on Israel, when the eyes of Egypt are on Israel, when the eyes of the European are on Israel, I came to tell you, Jesus' eyes are on Israel, and all he's waiting for them to do is show up, and biblical prophecy will be fulfilled. It'll all wrap up. It'll all be over in the sweet by and by. Glory to God. It'll be signed, sealed, and delivered. He'll show up with a sword in his mouth, and he'll slay the nations of the earth. The word of God says that when you touch Israel, you touch the apple of God's eye, Zechariah 2 and 8. Can you understand? I want you to understand. I'm going to talk about it tonight. I want you to understand that when Hamas fired rockets, when Iran funded it, do you understand it would be as though to walk up to the throne of God, take your finger and jam it in his eye? The Bible says in Zechariah 2, after a period of glory, the Lord of heaven's army sent me against the nations to plunder you, for he said, anyone who harms you harms my most precious possession. Yeah. Hallelujah. Psalms 121 and verse 4 says this, He that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. The Lord is thy keeper. Genesis 12, 3 again said, I will bless those that bless you. I'll curse those that curse you. In Psalms 122, we are commanded to pray for the peace of Israel. I got to say this, and we're, we're, we're about to wrap up. I got to bring this all together. But Jesus stated something in Luke 17, where he says, As it was written in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the return of the Son of Man. Now catch this. In the book of Genesis, during the days of Noah, the Bible says in Genesis 6 and 11, the earth was also corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. Everyone say violence. Okay, okay, we're about to get somewhere. The Hebrew word here for violence, pull that back up. Genesis 6 and 11. The Hebrew word here for violence. Y'all ready? The Hebrew word here for violence. The Hebrew word here is Hamas. Now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with Hamas. Y'all can go ahead and study this stuff. You ought to study it beforehand so you can go preach it to somebody. It says that the earth was filled with Hamas. That term, the Hebrew term of Hamas, literally means violent. It's a war tactic declaration. It literally means wrath and anger. So watch this. There is a city of wrath and anger on the border of the city of peace. If that ain't a prophetic picture of where some people are living here and tonight that you, you're, you, you've been called to abide in the peace of the Lord. You've been called to, but the enemy's constantly firing his fiery darts over your wall. Come on, somebody. But watch this, watch this. You have to understand that the violence, the word Hamas, I believe that this is a major prophetic word given that when we see Hamas, 
Watch this. When we see Hamas begin to fill the earth, it is a sign and in, uh, of a of the returning of Christ. I believe. Watch this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go far. I'm gonna go deep. This is the kind of stuff that'll get my head cut off in just a couple of years. So hold on with me. I believe that when we see Hamas begin to fill the earth, Hamas is connected to radical Islamic terrorists. The color of Islam is green. The fourth horse is known as the pale horse or the paleo, which is translated the color green. And when the green horse shows up, he was given the ability to wage war. My God, y'all better see this thing, how it's all about to tie together. I came to tell you that, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This thing goes far back uh, beyond Osama bin Laden. It goes far back uh, beyond Hitler. It goes all the way back uh, to a covenant-keeping God. And there was an Isaac, but there was an Ishmael. There was, a, oh, come on, somebody. There was covenant uh, but then there was forfeited promise and we have to understand that what we are fighting is a battle that is thousands of years old. Mm. But I truly believe, here's your prophetic word, I truly believe that as we begin to see the rise, I'm going to tell y'all, and I, oh my God, this ain't in my notes, but I'm telling you, as a watchman on the wall, as a watchman on the wall, as a watchman on the wall, if you think... That what happened in Israel cannot happen in America. You are ignorant. I'm going to be as bold to say you are dumb. I, I ain't saying this to put fear in you. I'm saying this to make sure you got an AR-15 in the passenger seat. That's all I'm telling you. Oh, I know that ain't famous preaching. That's fine. That's fine. I don't care. Call me crazy. Riding down the road with my chickens and my AR. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Revelation 12. Pull it up. Let's go. I got to break this down quickly. I got to break this down quickly. I have sensed in my spirit, though, that when we put our eyes on Israel, God is able to speak to us about what's coming. And as I seen what I saw in Israel, I was not dumb to the fact that it very well could happen here, even prophetically enough that I believe there are indeed sleeper cells in the United States awaiting the go-ahead. Don't be ignorant, church. Do be wise as serpents. Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and her head of garland of 12 stars. Stop right there. How many tribes in Israel were there? Okay, good. Watch this. Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of 12 stars. Next verse. Then being with child, she cried out in labor pain to give birth. Next verse. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great and fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his head. I want, to, I want to talk to you just really quick in regards to this. Hold on really quick. I just want to talk to you. I want to talk to you on the concept of this. Listen, seven is the number of completion. Okay? Watch this. Watch this. But ten is a total number. You can't count any higher than ten. I, what I just said was revelation that went over your head. You never count higher than ten. Every number you count is a sequence of ten. I'm teaching basic math here. 
Watch this. So 10 is a total number. There's no number higher than the number 10. Everything is a co- collaboration, a, a sequence of 10s. Okay, watch. He said that he saw a sign appear in heaven. Behold, a great fire red dragon having seven heads and 10 horns and seven diadems on his head. Watch this. The seven heads speak of the seven, the seven being the number of completion. But watch this. Heads being that of leadership and wisdom. Let me tell you something about your adversary. He's not dumb. Horns in biblical time were were regarding that of authority. Watch, I got to teach this. So it's saying that this fiery red dragon arises. He has seven heads. He has a completion of wisdom. Watch this. The Bible talks about the seven spirits of God. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay, just want to make sure you read your Bibles. The Bible talks about the seven spirits of God. This talks about the, the fiery dragon, Lucifer, having seven heads. It's a, it's a totality of leadership. It's a totality of wisdom. He's not dumb. The horns speak of authority, ten being total. So he was given total authority with an abundance of wisdom. Watch this. Seven diadems on his head. Go on, go on. I'm not going, I can't go into all this. In his tail, he drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as it was born. Stop right there. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Do y'all remember in your Bible where you read and it talks about how Satan was cast to the earth? How many angels did he take with him when he went? One third. Okay, I'm glad I'm amongst some Bible studying people. So watch this, his tail. Right? Watch this. As he's on his way out, his tail drew and a third of the stars of heaven, he threw them to the earth and the dragon stood before the woman. So watch. The demonic onslaught of Satan started when he was cast out of heaven. When he was cast out of heaven and he took one third of the angels with them that we now know as demons. Oh my God. I don't know if I got, y'all wanted, y'all wanted, y'all wanted to sing for 50 minutes tonight. I mean, I just want to make sure you're good with an hour of word. I just want to make sure you're good with an hour of word. Okay, 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 okay. Go on to the next verse. Watch this. Oh, wait, go back, go back, go back, go back. Watch. And the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. We already talked about this. There was a decree put out. The wise men come. Y'all remember? Come on, Christmas is coming. And they come to worship the king, right? And they talk to Herod and they said, oh, the Messiah is going to be born. And, and they come to worship him and they fall down, follow the star. But then the Bible set, tells us that there's a decree put out because Herod is jealous. He's afraid that his kingdom is going to be overthrown. And he wants all the babies from the ages of two and under to be killed. Mary and Joseph, they flee to Bethlehem. No room for them in the inn. She gives birth in the major. The angels shout on the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth. Goodwill towards men. The Savior is born. Christ our King. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Watch this. Go to the next verse. She bore the male child who was to rule all the nations with the rod and iron. What did the Bible say? That the government shall be upon his Okay, all right. He's ruler of the nations. Hallelujah. And her child was caught up to God and his throne. Can't even go there, but you can read Revelation further where John said, Behold, there stood a lamb. My God, hallelujah. Keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. And then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God. Woo! Did you just hear what I heard? Did you just hear what I heard? That there was no 
room for him in the inn because God had already prepared a place for him in the manger. He said, this is a place where my son's going to be safe. This is a place where you can go and hide. And they should feed her there 1,260 days. Let's move on. Let's move on. And war broke out in heaven and Michael and his angels fought the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought. Keep going. And But they did not prevail, nor was the place found in them for heaven any longer. And the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil Satan, who deceives the whole world. And he was cast into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And then I heard the voice saying, Now salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God, the power of his Christ has come, for the accuser of the brethren who has accused them before God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of the testimony, and they did not love their lives even to death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that his time is short. Here we go. We're about to get back into the prophetic nature against Israel. Now the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, and he persecuted the woman. Do you remember who the woman was? Remember? Twelve stars. Remember? We read it. Watch. Now the dragon saw that he had been cast down to the earth. Now watch. What does he do? He comes after the woman. Israel. Why Israel? She's the woman in which the seed of Jesse would, or the seed of David would come through. Jesus Christ. Do y'all hear what I'm teaching tonight? He's mad at her because she gave birth to the very one that is overthrowing him and is going to kill him and take him out completely. You better read the end of the book where it says, and I saw he was cast into the pit, bound in chains, and he was, he was there forever and ever and ever. Now I saw the dragon that had been cast to the earth. He persecuted the woman. Watch, go back, yep, yep. Who gave birth to the male child. Go to the next verse, verse 14. But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness in her place. Come on, Brooke, you can come back up to the keys. And where she is nourished for a time and times and a half from the presence of the serpent. Watch, hold on. You just missed a whole other prophetic event. Do you understand that when Israel was ran out of a nation, she was ran into the wilderness. But when she was being run into the wilderness, she was given the wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness in her place and where she is nourished for a time and times and a half from the presence of my God I came to tell you God's been in charge all along Hitler didn't run them Nero didn't run them and neither is Russia gonna run them neither is Iran my God Why do your eyes need to be on Israel? Because God's eyes have been on Israel all along. I want to look at what he's looking at. Where she is nourished for a time and times and a half the time from the presence of the serpent. Watch this. Her season of wilderness was actually his season of protection. But the women was given two eagles. Let's go. Only to verse 15. So the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman that she might cause her to be carried away by the flood. Do you understand? There was a flood that came after the Jewish people. Do you understand that the Holocaust is the greatest recorded number of the Jewish people ever being killed? But do you understand the prophetic significance of the moment and the hour that we are living in? They are saying, 
Never since the Holocaust has there been the death total against Jews as in today's day that we are living. But the earth helped the woman and the earth opened up its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. Verse 17. And the dragon was enraged with the woman and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Y'all, let me tell you something. Verse 16 has already happened. The only fulfillment that we're really waiting on is verse 17. But there's already been wars and rumors of wars in Israel. Just back in 2020, 21, there was a little spat, but not necessarily a declared war. Back in the 70s, there was something known as the seven-day war. I heard 60s, 60s, there was a seven-day war. Heard stories, watched videos of testimonies where when the attacks were going on very similar to today, radical Islamic terrorists that day, the battles of the Middle East, the conflict. But I've heard stories, and I believe it was of, of those Islamic terrorists coming into Israel back in the 60s. I've heard stories, I've seen videos of documentaries where these Islamic terrorists were coming in and they were coming in to kill Israel. And they said their army was lined on the horizon, but what stood behind them was a large angelic being. And it's recorded that as men came in to storm Israel, they saw these large angelic beings standing behind Israel and they turned around and ran the other way. When Israel turned around, they saw nothing behind them. He will watch over you like a mother bird does her nest. He said, I will watch over you. He who watches over Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. I want my eyes on what he is watching. I want to do something tonight that I believe will be incredibly powerful because we are Dominion Church. We understand, according to the Bible in Proverbs 27, that there's power of life and death in our tongue. That we understand that Jesus' original intent for man in Genesis 1 26 was be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion. We understand that God told Adam, he said, whatever you call it, it'll be. We understand that Jesus came restoring the original intent that what a man says he will see, knowing that God's original intent was never for man to labor with his works, but yet to labor with his words. Jesus came and said unto the fig tree, Jesus came and taught, I tell you, if you say unto this mountain, be ye removed, it will be picked up and cast into the sea. Jesus came restoring the authority and dominion that the first Adam lost. The second Adam, the Son of God, Jesus came and restored stored dominion, original intent to his people, telling them that your mouth has power. God created you in his image and God said, let there be light and there was light. God said, let there be waters and fremden in the heaven and there was waters and there was fremden. God said, let there be land and there was land. God said, let there be trees and there was trees. God said, let there be grass and there was grass. Do you understand something God never put his hand on it he put his mouth to it so tonight as dominion church understanding the authority that we have based upon the supremacy of christ's kingship i want us to stand all over this room as ambassadors of christ tonight and i have a prophetic declaration 
that we are going to decree. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. We are going to decree over Israel tonight. Some say, well, we can't do anything. We are here and they are there. Let me tell you something. If you can't do anything, Psalms 122 would have never told you to pray for the peace of Israel. But I believe that I may not have weapons that you can see. I believe that I may not have artillery you can put your hands on, but I believe there's about to be a shot fired in the spiritual realm from Darlington, South Carolina, and it's going to penetrate every area. It's going to penetrate every area of darkness. I believe Darlington, South Carolina is about to join forces right now in the spiritual realm of Israel, and we're going to say, God, we bless what you have blessed. So I want to do this just like we do our declaration. I want to decree all over this room. I want you to understand something. We are not reading words off a screen. We are saying something we are going to see. We are saying something we are going to see. We need to say it full of faith and full of authority. Are you with me, Dominion Church? As I was preparing for this moment, even today, I felt the Lord tell me, he said, son, I've given you ready warriors. I, oh, I've given you ready warriors. And what I saw in the spiritual realm is I saw warriors that have been forged through trauma, forged through hurt, forged through hangups, forged through pain, forged through discomfort, forged through betrayal. But now in this moment, they were standing ready at attention to say what needed to be said and to decree a thing. You ready? I want to start with the words we decree. We're going to count on from three, and at the number three, we're saying it with all authority. You ready with me, Dominion? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? One, two, three. We decree safety and protection from all evil plots to harm innocent lives. We declare divine protection over government leaders in every place where people gather in their homes, in their workplace, shopping malls, stadiums, events, and public venues. We declare safety and divine protection through the public transport system, trains, airports, and air transportation, schools, and universities. We include all police, special forces, military personnel, and their families, as well as every private citizen to be covered by this prayer and declaration. We declare that no weapon formed against Israel shall prosper and every tongue that rises against them in judgment, it shall be condemned according to your word in Isaiah 54 and 17. We decree a, we decree a release of the Prince of Peace over Israel and its families. You, O oh God, have a heart for those people, and it is your desire to heal and restore their nation. Your grace is there to transform them and set them free. Your love is evident, and you will restore them. We release a spirit of liberty to move throughout their nation and set captives free. We declare a release of supernatural strength 
to stand up for what's right in your eyes. Give them courage, boldness, strength, and unwavering commitment to stand with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Shout, 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 shout. My God, shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.